Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. I said, Lord, be merciful unto me, for I have sinned against thee. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together, to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice under the throne of the heavenly grace, saying, I confess to God Almighty before the whole company of heaven and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have sinned in thought, word, and deed by my fault, by my own fault, by my own most grievous fault. Wherefore I pray, God Almighty, to have mercy on me, Give me all my sins, and bring me to everlasting life. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you pardon, forgiveness, and remission of all your sins. Amen. Oh, come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord. 
peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Lo, golden light rekindles day, let paling darkness steal away, which all too long o'erwhelmed our gaze, and led our steps by winding ways. We pray thee, rising light serene, e'en as thyself our hearts make clean, let no deceit our lips defile, nor let our souls be vexed by guile. O keep us as the hours proceed from lying word and evil deed, our roving eyes from sin set free, our body from impurity. For thou dost from above survey the converse of each fleeting day. Thou dost foresee from morning light our every deed until the night. All laud to God the Father be, all praise eternal Son to thee, all glory as is ever meet to God the Holy Paraclete. Amen.
Here beginneth the first lesson. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim and lived there, and he went out from there and built Penuel. Jeroboam said in his heart, Now will the kingdom return to the house of David, if this people go up to offer sacrifices in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem. Then will all the heart of this people turn again to their Lord, even to Rehoboam king of Judah, and they will kill me and return to Rehoboam king of Judah. Whereupon the king took counsel and made two calves of gold and said to them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, Israel, which brought you up out of the land of Egypt. He set the one in Bethel, and the other he put in Dan. This thing became a sin, for the people went to worship before the one, even to Dan. He made houses of high places, and made priests from among all the people who were not of the sons of Levi. Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month, on the fifteenth day of the month, like the feast that is in Judah, and he went up to the altar. So he did in Bethel, sacrificing to the calves that he had made, and he placed in Bethel the priest of the high places that he had made. He went up to the altar which he had made in Bethel on the fifteenth day in the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart, and he ordained a feast for the children of Israel, and went up to the altar to burn incense. Behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord to Bethel. And Jeroboam was standing by the altar to burn incense. He cried against the altar by the word of the Lord and said, Altar, altar, thus says the Lord. Behold, a son shall be born to the house of David, Josiah by name. And on you shall he sacrifice the priest of the high places who burn incense on you. And men's bones shall they burn on you. He gave a sign the same day, saying, this is the sign which the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be torn, and the ashes that are on it shall be poured out. It happened when the king heard the saying of the man of God, which he cried against the altar in Bethel, that Jeroboam put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. His hand, which he put forth against him, dried up, so that he could not draw it back to him again. The altar also was torn, and the ashes poured out from the altar, according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. The king answered the man of God, Ask now the favor of the Lord your God, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored again. The man of God entreated the Lord, and the king's hand was restored to him again, and became as it was before. The king said to the man of God, Come home with me and refresh yourself, and I will give you a reward. The man of God said to the king, If you will give me half your house, I will not go in with you. Neither will I eat bread, nor drink water in this place. For so was it charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, You shall eat no bread, nor drink water, neither return by the way that you came. So he went another way, and didn't return by the way he came to Bethel. Now there lived an old prophet in Bethel. And one of his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. The words which he had spoken to the king, they also told to their father. Their father said to them, Which way did he go? Now his sons had seen which way the man of God went, who came from Judah. He said to his sons, Saddle up the donkey. So they saddled the donkey, and he rode on it. He went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak, and he said to him, are you the man of God who came from Judah? He said, I am. Then he said to him, Come home with me and eat bread. He said, I may not return with you, nor go with you, 
neither will I eat bread nor drink water with you in this place. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, You shall eat no bread, nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that you came. He said to him, I also am a prophet as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with you into your house, that he may eat bread and drink water there. But he lied to him. So he went back with him, and ate bread in his house and drank water. It happened, as they sat at the table, that the word of the Lord came to the prophet who brought him back, and he cried to the man of God who came from Judah, saying, Thus says the Lord, Because you have been disobedient to the mouth of the Lord, and have not kept the commandment which the Lord your God commanded you, but came back, and have eaten bread and drunk water in the place of which he said to you, Eat no bread and drink no water, your body shall not come to the tomb of your fathers. It happened, after he had eaten bread, and after he had drunk, that he saddled for him the donkey, for the prophet whom he had brought back. When he was gone, a lion met him by the way and killed him, and his body was cast in the way, and the donkey stood by it. The lion also stood by the body. Men passed by and saw the body cast in the way, and the lion standing by the body, and they came and told it in the city where the old prophet lived. When the prophet who brought him back from the way heard of it, he said, It is the man of God who was disobedient to the mouth of the Lord. Therefore the Lord has delivered him to the lion which has torn him and slain him, according to the word of the Lord which he spoke to him. He spoke to his son, saying, Saddle up the donkey. They saddled it. He went and found his body cast in the road, and the donkey and the lion standing by the body. The lion had not eaten the body, nor torn the donkey. The prophet took up the body of the man of God, and laid it on the donkey, and brought it back, and he came to the city of the old prophet, to mourn and to bury him. He laid his body in his own grave, and they mourned over him, saying, Alas, my brother! It happened after he had buried him, that he spoke to his son, saying, When I am dead, then bury me in the tomb in which the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the saying which he cried by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel, and against all the houses of the high places which are in the cities of Samaria, shall surely happen. After this thing, Jeroboam didn't return from his evil way, but made again from among all the peoples priest of the high places. Whoever would, he consecrated him, that there might be priest of the high places. This thing became sin to the house of Jeroboam even to cut it off, and to destroy it from off the surface of the earth. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second lesson. I tell the truth in Christ, I am not lying, my conscience testifying with me in the Holy Spirit, that I have great sorrow and unceasing pain in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were a curse from Christ for my brother's sake, my relatives according to the flesh, who are Israelites, whose is the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the service, and the promises, of whom are the fathers, and from whom is Christ as concerning the flesh, who is over all, God, blessed forever. Amen. But it is not as though the word of God has come to nothing, for they are not all Israel that are of Israel, neither, because they are Abraham's seed, are they all children. But in Isaac will your seed be called. That is, it is not the children of the flesh who are children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as a seed. For this is a word of promise. At the appointed time I will come, and Sarah will have a son. Not only so, but Rebekah also conceived by one, by our father Isaac. For being not yet born, neither having done anything good or bad, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him who calls, it was said to her, The elder will serve the younger. Even as it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? May it never be. For he said to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who has mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I caused you to be raised up, that I might show in you my power, and that my name might be published abroad in all the earth. So then, he has mercy on whom he desires, and he hardens whom he desires. You will say then to me, Why does he still find fault? For who withstands his will? But indeed, O man, who are you to reply against God? Will the thing formed ask him who formed it, Why did you make me like this? Or hasn't the potter a right over the clay from the same lump to make one part of vessel for honor and another for dishonor? What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much patience vessels of wrath made for destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on vessels of mercy, which he prepared beforehand for glory, us whom he also called, not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles? As he says also in Hosea, I will call them my people, which were not my people, and her beloved who was not beloved. It will be that in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people, there they will be called sons of the living God. Isaiah cries concerning Israel, If the number of the children of Israel are as the sand of the sea, it is the remnant who will be saved. For he will finish the work, and cut it short in righteousness, because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. As Isaiah has said before, Unless the Lord of hosts had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom, and would have been made like Gomorrah. What shall we say then? That the Gentiles, who didn't follow after righteousness, attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith. But Israel, following after a law of righteousness, didn't arrive at the law of righteousness. Why? Because they didn't seek it by faith, but as it were by works of the law. They stumbled over the stumbling stone, even as it is written. Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and a rock of offense, and no one who believes in him will be put to shame. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of-
The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Our Father who art in Lord, show thy mercy upon us, 
and grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O Lord, we beseech thee, that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by thy governance, that thy church may joyfully serve thee in all godly quietness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen.